Good evening, wonderful people. Happy February. I celebrate Black History 24-7, 365 days a year. But for those of you who just do it in February, well, happy Black History Month as well. Well, I am going to be short, hopefully, because I need to go to bed. It is 9.43, and I definitely don't need to be up. I need to go to bed because I've been on time for the first time in 30-something years as a teacher. I, I've actually been on time for work. I mean, ooh, God, thank you so much for the blessing. But I had to pause and talk to you about this black man. Um, I don't know much about him. Um, the guy's name is, um, what is his name? Jason Whitlock. And before I deleted my Twitter account, I did address some of his hateful remarks. But I'm going to title this particular episode, When You Hate Your Mother, Understanding um, Jason Whitlock's Words. I just want to say, When You Hate Your Mother. By the way, did I say this was bad thought therapy? And I'm Chiriarty, and thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And um, I just saw a flash earlier this morning when I checked something and looked at something that Ciara had responded, the entertainer, Ciara had responded to Whitlock about his hateful words. But if you're not familiar with what, um, well, I, again, I don't know Jason Whitlock, never heard of him in my life before this situation with Memphis, but I was on Twitter and there was a clip from, I think, Fox News where Whitlock was talking about why this evil, egregious incident happened in Memphis where five police officers beat black officers, by the way, beat another black man to death. And he was saying why this happened, and he mentioned black women, and he blamed black women. And I don't know where he got this from. He just pulled this out of a cloud from Neptune. He talked about the chief of police in Memphis, who is a black woman, and he tried to make an analogy with black men growing up with their black mothers and the police chief being a black woman. I mean, it just really got bizarre. And I watched a clip of it and I was really troubled by that a little bit. But on one hand, when I see things on social media, I know that everybody wants attention. I know that you got grown men, well, they are they are adult males, but deep inside there's like a little boy or a little girl and people really want attention and attention is a need and so I didn't know if Jason Whitlock was just trying to get attention because that's what people do now you got to go you know all the way around to Mars and back to get attention you just have to be outlandish and ridiculous to get attention absurd I mean you just got to be there and that's what I didn't know people just doing that because this just didn't make any sense what was amazing to me is that he mentioned black mothers what I could not figure out is why he didn't mention black fathers. Because a child is just not, women, black women are not just impregnated from the Holy Spirit. You know, Mary was, but black women <laughs> don't have children through immaculate conception. They have, you know, relations with black men and then black men are born. So 
the idea that you totally just ignore the other 23 chromosomes from a human being is just almost, it's just insane to me, but that's what he did. And so the question becomes, do black women want to be single mothers? And I can tell you that that answer is a loud and resounding no, because I just did a podcast on this. There are black women who are obsessed with having a man, a black man. They are obsessed. They wake up in the morning thinking about a black man. They want a black man and they go to bed. So in other words, black women are not choosing to be single mothers. They are forced to be single mothers because black men are abdicating their responsibilities and leaving them and being just evil, just just point blank. Or these children were born in a situation where the men and women were not in love, they didn't love each other, and they had a child. And I can tell you from firsthand experience, when a person does not love you, they're not going to be there for their child. They're just, they're just not going, many of them are just not going to get through the motion and say, well, I know I didn't love the person, but I'm, I'm going to be there for my child. It, for many people, that's not what happened. And so when you blame black women, it really goes back. The first thing I thought of, and I already know the problem, is that he hated his mother. And you have a lot of black men like that. Black women struggle. And when a man grows up and he doesn't understand the deep psychological factors and social issues and historical things that created his mother to be how she is, many black men ended up end up resenting their mothers and just flat out hating their mothers. And because they hate their mothers, they hate black women. And they don't want to be with a black woman. They don't want to talk to a black woman. They don't want to help a black woman. They don't want to uplift a black woman. And you know what, Steve? Even if a black man, if Whitlock hated black women, he still could just not put them down publicly. He could not get on social media and sort of, you know, give a high five to the non-black men that hate black people. Because that's exactly what he did um, when he blamed black women. And I'm just astounded because he got here because of a black woman. Without that black woman, he wouldn't even be able to be on Twitter. I just marvel at this. Be on Twitter to talk about black women. Isn't that weird? I don't know if that's irony. That's insane. He's alive because of a black woman. But yet, he goes on social media and he blames all his problems in Memphis. Why these five black men killed a, a black man? Now, if he had talked about, in general, the breakup of the family, and because he, 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 if you're going to say that there is some kind of breakdown in the family that's causing more problems, I could almost understand that if you say, you know, we've got to do better about making sure that we have strong families and when these families are not strong and they're broken, they may create some issues in the home. But just to say black women, he didn't even mention black men. He, he, I'm telling you, this man said nothing at all. I watched the clip and I had to cut it off. And so what's scary, this is what people are thinking. People are thinking that this issue is about Jason Whitlock, but it's not. Jason Whitlock's thoughts are very common. 
And that's why I decided to pause and get some let cut off on my sleep. I need to get to bed and talk about this just for a second. I want to encourage black men to heal. And I want you, if you're listening and you know a black man and you know that he's messed up, try your best to encourage him to get healing and help. Because there are many, many broken black men because of their hatred for their mother. When we're born, we don't choose our parents. And our parents make mistakes that have a direct impact on us. They make decisions, and they may not even be necessarily considered mistakes, but they make decisions, and those decisions can have a negative or positive impact on us in our minds. And when we grow up, some of us, we make peace about that. And we work to heal and we try to understand it. And there may be some things we don't understand, but then usually as you get older and you live and you become an adult yourself and you have to face some of those same decisions that your mother and father had to make, especially your mother, you start to get things. And I can tell you when I was a child, there were things that my mother did I just didn't understand. And when I became an adult myself and a mother myself, I began to understand. I'm not saying I understand everything, but I understand a whole lot more. And I have more respect for my mother now because I because I am an adult and because I am a mother and I am older. And that's what it takes when you become an adult and you don't remain infantile, even though your body is growing and you're aging like Mr. Whitlock. Deep inside, there's a very, very painful little boy that was hurt by his mother. Something happened, and when that hatred for your mother, now I've never hated my mother, I've never, um, you know, felt any negative emotions towards my mother in terms of I'm bitter and resentful. I have, you know, often wanted her to respond to me in certain ways and was frustrated, but to just come out and talk about black women like this is a sign, you guys, and if he's not the only one, of the hatred of black women. And there are many men who, black men, who express their hatred for their mothers in other ways when they won't be with a black woman. You can't, you can just see a pattern. You look at everybody they've dated and they haven't ever been with a black woman because deep inside, they have a lot of resentment and hate for their black mothers. And, and they may not verbalize it as Mr. Whitlock did. They verbalize it through their actions because all their money goes to non-black women and then when they die because they usually die young when they die all that money goes to not only those non-black women but it goes to those women those women's families and they would rather give everything that they have ever worked for to anybody but anybody somebody that looks like their mother and that's what Mr. Whitlock's problem is he hates his mother and many black men do. And I'm, I'm telling you, I've taught in the inner city for almost 20 years. And I understand something. Some children grew up in homes. Their mothers made mistakes. Some of them might have gotten on drugs. And as a result of getting on drugs, they were in the streets. And they might have done some things that were very ignoble. And their situation, instead of having compassion and trying to understand how they got there these black men they they hate their mothers and they have not healed and made peace that their mother was just a human being who made some mistakes and maybe she should have known better but she didn't 
But if you lived and you were able to get, become an adult and you can take responsibility of your life, you don't have to take ownership of her mistakes and you can appreciate the one thing that really matters is that she did give birth to you and you're here as a result of that. And from a spiritual perspective, one of the things that helped me to heal is when I made peace about the fact that God chose my parents. God, I came through my parents, but I came from God. And as I began the journey to deal with all that, I can honestly say, because I dealt with it spiritually, from that perspective that God chose my parents and there's something he wanted me to get from each of them, then I, 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 I just felt so much love and respect because they were the chosen one. And this is a problem. And so if you know a black man who hates his mom and it'll come out in different ways, like I said, some of them, they will not, at all, they will never be with a non-black woman. I mean, they will just sit, I mean, they will not be with a black woman. They will only be with non-black women and they will give everything that they work, they'll work from sun to sundown and give it all to a woman who does not look like their mother. That's how deep the hate is. And then some people like Whitlock will say it. They will talk about black women like a dog. It'll come out in different ways. But the bottom line is the root of it all is a lot of pain. Now, I know many people might be angry and, you know, they're talking about him now and he's getting a lot of criticism. And maybe that's what he wanted. Because, you know, like I said before, people want attention. And you got a lot of adult people, but they are not really... Um, they're, you know, mature. They are boys inside, or girls inside, and so they just have, you know, they they have the age, or they have an older body, but deep inside, there's this hurting child. That inner child, it, if you don't heal it, it can really cause problems, and it will come out in ways, and that that can that can really harm you and others. You're gonna either say it, or you're gonna do something. And so there has been, because our race, black people, have been traumatized from the moment that they were brought over here to this country, kidnapped from their, their land, brought over here and enslaved. And some families were able to get out of the oppression and the, the shackles and effects of racism and bigotry and discrimination. Some families were able to some kind of way get through that and rise and some people never got out of it there are some families that they the family still doesn't have a car that nobody in the family has ever had a car no one and the whole time we've been here they've been struggling and they've never been able to to, to ride to get a car or they've never been able to have a job where they were not having to have assistance some and and, and i'm not and i don't know why this happens i don't know what it is but I know that life is hard and I know it's hard to get out of some of these situations. And so there's there's some bad situations. And when you have black boys going up in these situations, some of them have a lot of resentment and hatred. Now, I'm going to be honest. I have seen, I talk about this all the time, um, as a business owner, I saw some black mothers do some very, very, bad things to their children, you know, curse their children out, hit them for no reason, you know, mer- you know, things like that, and just totally neglect them and have, you know, you can see that 
they've got some kind of board for you. You have a lot of things like that. And then I know many cases where some people feel like their mother did not intervene or do enough to protect them. So they have this resentment, they have this, this hatred, they have this bitterness, and they've had a hard time healing. And you really do have to work to heal. You, you don't just automatically have love for people who have hurt you in, a, in deep ways and ways that um, are very, very painful. And so you have to make peace. And I'm telling you, you got to encourage these people to get help. Whitlock needs help. He needs psychological help. And you all know, if you listen to my show, I am an optimist. I believe in good. I believe that things can turn around. I believe that people can get healed. They can get better. Um, they can break addictions. They can overcome. I know it is possible. Is it easy? No. Does it take time? Yes. Is it going to be a one-time event? No, it's going to be a process. And there are many, this this should be an open door for a conversation. On my support, uh, support group page, I have the link to a life coach and a mental health therapist, and I believe he is certified, and you need to go to that support group page and make an appointment. And Whitlock needs to make an appointment. In fact, I wish that Jay would just give him a free session because he needs it, Lord. And I don't know how he got the platform to be on Fox in the first place. I guess they chose him because he's talking like this. You know, that's what I said before. If you're willing to hate black people and be black, they love that. We already have to deal with racism. And then you have to turn around and you have to deal with your own people being hateful and uh, expressing misogyny and expressing all this toxicity and it's, it's painful and it's not going to end and for anybody who was twisted that young man Tyree Nichols died as a result as, as a result of some deep psychological issues and those issues really aren't from black women and really and truly I'm going to be honest let me back up for a second really that happened because of spiritual issues I didn't even address that yet but I got to talk about spiritual warfare again and again because people don't understand there is a real force out there that works to create darkness and there is a force that works to create light and they both are working at all times and they're looking for vessels they're looking for somebody they can use either to bring light and darkness to the world. And we think when we think of possession, we think of demonic possession, you think of like a movie like The Exorcist, or you think of some movie where, you know, people are vomiting and speaking other languages. What you saw in that Tyree Nichols video, and I could not finish it all, is you saw possession. That is demonic possession. And we don't, we dismiss it. The reason why it's not going to stop because we're not talking about that. We're talking about the social issues and it's all good and, you know, how we need to change what the police officers do and the training. They've been talking about this since Trayvon Martin died. And since Trayvon Martin died, since his blood hit that Florida ground, they've been, what, 200, 300 black men have just been killed unarmed by police officers. So that's not the issue. The issue is spiritual. 
And so if we don't attack these things spiritually, we're not going to be able to win this war. Mr. Whitlock needs help. He needs psychological and spiritual help. And like so many other black men, they have to get healing about the hatred, the deep hatred that they have for their mothers. Something happened to their brother. Something happened. Because when you when you blame the whole the murder of and you say black women, you don't mention black men and nobody and you yourself got a black mom. So that tells me everything I need to know. And I just want to say this, it's so amazing because you have so much hatred towards women in general by men. And then now you have a lot of hatred for, in particular, for black women. But it's amazing they wouldn't exist without the black woman. Like, you, you, you wouldn't be here if you didn't have a mother. That's how you get here. So you have you you out here hating people and spreading um, toxic uh, messages. And the very person that brought you here, that's the person who you decide to hate. I'm going to tell you something. There are some people right now, and they have changed their prayers. And I'm telling you, you need to get yourself together with Lock or whoever's out there like this, because there are people praying your way. There are people that they're like, they're tired. It's like Fannie Lou Hammer. They're sick and tired of being sick and tired of this foolishness and this evil. And they just start, they're going to start to pray your way. And I saw that with one of this other guy that died. I said, God, these people really prayed this guy off the planet. Let me tell you, you got to watch what you're saying about black women because they're a very powerful force and they're very spiritual. And guess what? They brought your behind to the earth. And what's sad again is that, yes, some black mothers have failed their children. They, they've made some gross mistakes. They've done some things that they should not have done. And those things impacted their children's lives in a very negative way. But when we become grown and we become adults, we have to take full ownership and responsibility of our lives. The past cannot be undone. We cannot reverse experiences and actions that we've done or others have done. We cannot reverse that. So what we have to do is take those experiences and first of all, remember that we survived. And and because we survived, we have to find the pain in that purpose. We have to find the treasure in that trial or that trouble. We have to find the message in the mess. We have to find the opportunity in our obstacles of overcoming. And that is the only way you can heal. And so, I, again, if you know a black man, go to my support group page and find the, the guy. He's a black uh, mental health expert. He's dealt with some mental health issues. He's a former NFL player. And he's really good at helping people to um, black men in particular. He wrote a book, uh, Just Heal Bro. I haven't read it yet, but I think it's a journal. And just get help. And we have to begin to talk about why so many black men hate their mothers. And because of this hate, why they go out, they would not, they'll give everybody everything they work for. They, some of them, now some of them have nothing, okay? But some of them, these high profile people, they have worked so hard. And even the people, the men, the black men, with, with even not, when they're not with women, the same thing, they'll give it all to anybody but a black woman. They're just not going to do it, period. And so, they're because of the hate. 
and we have to heal. You can heal from hate. It's, it's a long process, but you can begin to heal. And I want to end with this. The first thing you have to do, because this is also spiritual, you have to pray. You have to. We have to just pray for healing. God, heal my heart. God, heal my mind. Show me what I need to do to get healing, to get the right thoughts, to have, to have the right mindset, the right emotions. God, heal me. I want to be right with you. I want to be in good standing. You made the black woman. You made her beautiful. You made her strong. We're here because of black women. I'm talking on this podcast because a black woman gave birth to my mother and a black woman gave birth to my grandma. And I can keep going. My my mother, my grandmother's mother, and my grandmother's mother's mother, and we can keep going back. We're here because of black women, and it's painful. Malcolm X made this quote over 50 years ago when he said, "Black women are the most disrespected. A black woman is the most disrespected person in America." He said they are the most neglected, and they are the most unprotected. And he said this over 50 years ago, and here we are in 2023, and you have a grown black man talking about black women in a derogatory and toxic way. It's spiritual. Pray for healing. I always say this almost every episode, get in a quiet place and, and talk to God. Don't talk on Twitter. Don't talk on Twitter. Don't talk on Facebook and Insta Scam and Trick Talk. Talk to God. Go to the throne and not your phone so you can get healing. And then I believe that once you begin to purge and talk to God and you get quiet, you must get quiet to listen. He will guide you to the right things to read, the right people to talk to, to the right places where you need to go because there's always something where there's always a place where you need to go what you need to look at, what you need to hear, because healing is possible. Healing is possible. It is possible. So I hope this episode blessed somebody. If you know, if you are a black mother, you know, don't assume that your son or your daughters will love you. You have to teach love and respect. You have to try to be honorable. It's not an excuse for them to hate you, but you have to try to be honorable in front of them and be noble and be loving and every day we create memories we create memories for ourselves and we create memories for others and that is that's why it's so important for you to focus on memory making it's in good memory making excuse me because you can make bad memories too you can make some bad nightmares you want to create good memories so i hope that this helps you you please you guys Pray for the men, black men out there that hate their mothers. They need help. Well, this was Sheree Hardy, and this is Bad Thought Therapy. Have a wonderful evening. I got to go to bed. Take care. Bye-bye.